Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello? 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 Laura? Hello? Hello?
We're chasing each other. <laughs> Can you hear me, Erin? Hello? Oh, my Jesus. Hi, okay. Uh, here we are. Okay. okay. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. I just, I wasn't sure. Like, maybe I got it wrong or. No, no, no. You got it right. I just was chasing you because, you know, you probably were like a minute late, right? Not even. Yeah. Yeah. I was calling at like yeah. 4.30. So, and then yeah. probably. Ugh. Right. And I kept it. So, I was there and then I, anyway, here we are. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> okay. How are you doing? Were you feeling like I'm, I was like letting you down? No, I just I was I just thought maybe I got it wrong, like the the date wrong, like maybe no, no, I no. skip one. But, uh, no, here we are. We are. You're good. You're super good. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, how are you doing? Are you doing? Are you being a little less tired today, or more? How, how um, are you feeling? Kind of more, but I think it's because. Um, my husband and I have started a new diet. Um, uh-huh. Started it last week on Monday. It's all kind of like the the paleo diet, where it's like it's called ketone diet, um, and it, it's supposed to get rid of like the carbs and the certain kinds of sugars. So yeah. we've been doing it very good, but it says that you'll get like low energy. So I'm hitting like a lot of moments of low energy. Yeah, um, the next couple of weeks. So, but congratulations! I'm going to put that down as one of your successes. That feels like an amazing. Yeah, I know. This is day ten. We've been good. We've been eating based up, upon it on the plan. And first week was easier. Um, this week's a little harder because you're eating, you know, some of the same stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But but it does feel better. Like, and I'm eating less than what I'm eating. Right, and the wonderful thing is that you will find that there is, because I started the same thing about uh, three weeks ago. Oh. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah, yeah. paleo-like. It's like, you know, okay. yeah, no gluten and, uh, you know, very, like, healthy veggies and food. And, you know, the, the idea is, like, you have, like, protein and fat and then, um, you know, and no, no carbs, basically. Yeah. 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 But I always find little tricks around it, you know, like I have these, uh, you know, sprouted cookies that I found that are, I mean, they're not, they're cookie-like, what are they called, gold right. ball. Uh, so, I, you know, I can 
still feel like I'm eating something sweet and yummy, but it's totally okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's really healthy. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's also, um, well, and so you're like ten, day 10. That sounds good. And if you're noticing that there's, you know, less energy than usual. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that it's after, until you you get the, the hang of it. But are you getting plenty of protein and fat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting that. Um, I'm drinking more water and more vegetables. and So definitely doing, definitely do protein every meal. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it's probably just a big change. Um, oh, yeah. In the body, so. I think it, it did say it takes a couple of weeks and there's different side effects. That's one of them. Sometimes headaches or, um, but, but it's good. It's just. Mm-hmm. I'm just really tired. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and how has the week been emotionally? Have you noticed anything at all? <laughs> it's been hard. What? I, it's, yeah, it's been hard. Um, yeah. Harder, like, I think just feeling, I don't know, sitting with more, the whole conflicted emotions, especially around my stepdaughter. Um it's hard for me to open up to her because sometimes she's they're just very different personality-wise too, and um, it's hard not to be reactive with her. Um, it's, because it's hard to trust to love her, you know. Like, uh, and I think I don't know. I think I'm just feeling more things. I can't I can't explain exactly. It's not like one big emotion. It's just kind of some stuff coming up throughout the week. Like, I think it's somewhat grief. Like, it's not heavy, heavy. Yeah. But there's definitely, like, I don't know, I find myself thinking a lot more. Yeah. Um, and feeling more. Okay, so as, you, as you're just tapping through the points, what you notice is that it's a... Uh, you're, it sounds like you're more connected with your emotions, which is um, both just like a diet. It's just a process of adjusting to knowing that you have a lot of feelings, right? Yeah. And some of them can be conflicting. You can be frustrated and you can be sad and you can be hurt and you can be <clears throat> upset or or angry even. And it's just part of, you know, being being more open and willing to feel, it seems like to me. Yeah. I think, too, that just that word conflicted, I feel like that just describes how I feel about most things. And that's why mm -hmm. I'm always feeling stuck. I'm always feeling conflicted about saying something or not saying something. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't you think know, it's, bad. it's just a new, it's a new kind of way to think about really what I'm, what's happening yes. to me. Yes, that's a, that. So it feels. Is it? Is it? Let's see if I get get this right. That you're you're noticing more your feelings. Sometimes the conflict comes up as you know, shall I say something or shall I not say something about these? What is? Where are you standing with? expressing how you feel but before it sounds like it was there was 
not much of an option. You were either suppressing or you were just really expressing in a very angry way. Right. So now you're more, do you see how you're like moving towards and like, okay, there may be some conflict and consideration, but overall it's like, well, there is there's a question. I can say something now or not and what is appropriate. But it, it makes a lot of sense that in the meantime, it's a lack of clarity about where you're standing. Yeah, and even the feelings are conflicted. You know, like, especially around Rachel, I think she just epitomizes those conflicted feelings for me, that whole, like, loving someone that doesn't feel safe, even though it doesn't mean she's not safe. Right. Yeah. But I see but, her as unsafe. And And what is the fear? Are you tapping through the points with me? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, she, I, I feel like the fear is she's going to take advantage of me, she's going to use me, um, she's, I'm going to put out a lot of effort and then I'm not going to get anything in return and it's going to be, um, or I'm going to get, like, sassiness or something, you know. Okay. I don't know if that's the fear, but that's like maybe a basic fear with her, but I'm sure there's yeah. deeper things there. Yeah, and that's and also, go ahead, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I just don't think that's a deep fear. I think, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's probably, it more boils down to probably being rejected, like, I'll love her and she'll reject me and she'll, mm. or she'll or she'll hurt me. Okay. Without even okay. like knowing it because she can be so flippant the way she yeah. is with people and their emotions. She's just not, she's the baby of the family. Like she doesn't think about other people. Yeah. Okay. The, this is very, I'm going to ask you, who does she remind you of? Hmm. Probably my mother, somewhat, which reminds me of her mom, or the act, my act, my husband's act. But I think it reminds me of. I don't even know if it's my mom. I... Okay. And how about? Is there anything about your stepdad there as well? That feeling like she's. She doesn't care about others and she's very slipping or she's not, she doesn't get angry like that. It's more your mom. Yeah, she doesn't get angry like that. So I think it's more my mom being like, oh, well, whatever, and flip it with my emotions and what's happening for me. We're not even asking. Like not, not, not caring so much. Yeah. Being kind of like, yeah. oh, whatever. It's not that important. Right. And then okay. there's, but there's a part, though, that, she also has something that my mom doesn't have where Rachel has this, like, again, like, that feeling of, like, she's getting away with something, kind of like she's getting this easy life. She's getting all this love from her father and doesn't doesn't have to go through all this pain and suffering. And I know this is a weird tangent, but so this week we did this Harry Potter, um, it was kind of like a sorting hat website where they like told you which house you were in in Harry Potter. You know mm-hmm. Harry Potter? Okay. Yes. So okay. Um so while we were doing that, Rachel 
twice. She did the game twice, and she ended up in Slytherin, which is mm-hmm. like where the bad guys go in Harry yeah. Potter. And I ended up in Gryffindor, which is where Harry Potter was. And one of the questions was um, something like, oh, like, would you want to be known as, like, from other people as uh, resilient, uh, trustworthy, popular, you know, things like that. And I said resilient, like, I wanted to be known for what I've been through. Yeah. Like, not... Mm. So it was interesting as I was taking it. I was like, oh, well. Yes. Okay, that uh, that is a very, 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 very telling, right? Because one of the pieces that happens is that if you want to be known for your resilience, is like that also speaks volumes that you want to also be known that you have gone through a lot and you survived it. Right. So you want to be known as a survivor and you value the suffering that you've had and how it got you to where you are today. Yeah. And you resent some, because you mentioned this last week, how Rachel gets everything so easy. It's just so annoying to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Now, no, and it's it's very, very important. Now, this and this is really... There's nothing that is wrong about anything that we're doing, okay? So that, that I want to just really say that out loud, that everything is okay. Is it, is, it, is it okay that for these hours that we spend together, everything is okay for you? Like you, I'm seeing every emotion you hold, and I'm just holding it in this space, and it's totally sacred, and we're not judging it as good or wrong. We're kind of explorers, and we're going to identify what what works and what doesn't work. Is that is that a is that a, a good energy to hold for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because what happens is that, and I and when I ask you a question that is even more telling, right? If you were to be as happy as you want to be, owning who you are a hundred percent, being feeling completely comfortable, stating your truth, saying what you feel in a kind manner, asking for what you want, knowing that you're gonna get yeses, sometimes you're gonna get no's, and you're still holding your power, feeling empowered and totally, you know, like being you, being fully you mm-hmm. and being happy about it. And if you were to be that happy and feeling successful, being really happy about the work that you do, I'm curious if there's a part of you that would feel that you are letting someone off the hook, like you're letting primarily your stepfather off the hook, possibly your dad and your mom for not being there in the way that you needed them to be, and that they would feel like they didn't do anything wrong. See, she's happy. Everything's fine. Are you following me? Yeah, no, I'm following you. Is it possible that you, there's a part of you that is completely subconscious that won't won't allow you to be that level of happy and, you know, and owning who you are because that would mean letting them off the hook? Yeah, I think there could be, definitely. Okay. Would that be a good thing to address, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. So let's do these. Let's just start tapping together, okay? We're doing our karate choke point right now. Okay. Even though I'm absolutely committed. Even though I'm absolutely committed. I am not letting them off the hook. I'm not letting them off the hook. Especially my stepdad. Especially my stepdad. Because he really, really hurt me. Because he really, really hurt me. And I would never, ever. I would never, ever. Want him to think that he didn't do anything. Want him to think that he didn't do anything. True, right? Yeah, I think it's more my mom that I I can safely try and make her feel that things are okay. So him, I, I don't know that he would care. <laughs> you don't know that she would care or he would care? Uh, he would care, my dad. So I think I definitely do it more with my mom. Right. And this is not necessarily... So you might do it in a conscious way, but what, I re, what I'm talking about is that subconsciously you are not ever yeah. going to let them off the hook. Yeah. So it may be to a degree you're able to more comfortably or more, um, you know, express that to your mom in some way, yeah. but because you believe that, you know, your stepdad or your dad are so, like, they're like, they're never, they'll never get it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's still not holding a lot of power over over your happiness. Does it feel it's like it's... Does that make, does that make sense, Erin? Like, you know, the part that there's a rational part of you that says, well, I better just focus on my mom because she will get it. And to a degree, I could let her, I could, you know, let's stop to the point for a moment. You know, that talking with, you know, like talking with your mom, tell me a little bit more about that because I feel like we are, when we're uncovering something important. I think it's easier to get angry with her and blame her, one, because she's, she's the one you can have the conversation with. Like, I, I there's really not a lot of opportunities. There's not opportunities with times or space allowed to have a, com- or a meaningful conversation with my stepdad. And then my other dad, like, I don't know what <laughs> that's about, you know. Yeah. I don't know what that relationship is so we don't yeah so you're talking about you're talking about the real conversations that you could have with them right but I'm let's let's try this let's try this imagine just close your eyes Mm -hmm. take a deep breath and Imagine yourself being happy, extremely happy, as happy as you want to be. Sharing with your husband, you know, how thrilled you are, how blessed you feel. Expressing openly your heart, your stepdaughter and everybody. And not really caring about the reaction, but just fully owning who you are, and just, there's no, there's no, there's nothing hold holding on, you hold back. On. Hold yeah. on, Lars, just a second. Oh. 
Oh, can I talk about maybe I'm on the five thirty seven of the No, that's okay. Is everything okay? Oh, yeah. No, I think everything's okay. Okay. Are you home or are you where are you? No, I'm at home. Okay. Uh, Sam's just at home. He's getting ready for work. I see. I see. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So tell me what is what I'm what I'm trying to do. Were you able to go any place or were you just the phone just rang and you weren't able to be present? Oh, what, you mean where I'm at right now? Yeah. Oh no, I'm in I'm in my room where I usually am. Um, okay. That's where I've been. Like this is usually he usually doesn't knock on my door, so <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Is it your husband or somebody else? Uh no, uh no, my stepson, Sam, uh, the oldest one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he he heard you uh, just like wondering what you're doing or something. Who knows? So, so what I what I'm talking about is how there's a, there's a part of you that may not want to actually fully be in your power because it may mean that if you are too happy or you're too much in your you know in your power feeling great they may have the chance of saying, and this is a completely subconscious piece, they may have the chance, they could, they could say, you know what, I haven't done anything wrong. She's happy, she's fine. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does make sense. Yeah. But in a way, you, in a completely subconscious way, you hold on, you know, you like... You hold on to that because it's a uh, it's a way of making them pay, even if they have no idea that what you're doing. They're not, you know. In reality, this is like in a rational way, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. No. Yeah, but I mean, it does make sense to. Me. I mean, I see what you're saying. Um, but right. it, it does make kind of sense to me. I don't know. It does make some kind of sense to you that yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Therapeutically it totally makes sense. Yes. I think that especially emotionally it totally makes sense because there's a part of you even but what I mean that doesn't that is not that is not very rationally making sense is that you being unhappy, keep you know, both your stepdad and your dad, wherever they're at, they may not ever get <laughs> they may not even you know, they may find out that you're not happy but they may not even care. Right, and if they were to find out that you are happy, they would be like, "Oh, whatever, okay, good." Right. Is there any way that they could rationally say, "See, I didn't do anything wrong. She's totally fine. I'm, I'm fine." They may not even have that level of awareness. That's what I mean in the real world. But in your internal world, there's a part that is like, if there were ever the chance of him, of your stepdad saying, "I didn't do anything to her," you will, you will just just hold your courses and never ever allow yourself to be that happy. 
You follow me? Yeah, no, I do. Okay. I'm thinking about it. Hmm. So take a deep breath and connect with all the just you know, you can stop tapping if you're tapping. Take a deep breath and close your eyes. And notice what is the what are the sensations, emotions or thoughts that are present. Um it's hard for me to describe what the feelings are. Like, I know I'm feeling stuff. Yeah, that's okay. I feel like, I also feel like this concept is, I get it. You're feeling, go ahead. I don't know, I feel like I have to sit with it more, like, Well, take your time. Take your time and do like you know. Just really notice where you're at. There's no. There's no rush. Just take take a couple of minutes and just be with yourself. I think I don't, I get it, and then I don't know what, like, the gains are. There's, I feel like there's some, like, there's some deeper gains in this. Deeper gains in the not, in the not, um. In not forgiving yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's far off the mark. I think I'm just, I just. I'm curious to see throughout this week, like, what, if something will come up more around that. Yeah, and that's totally fine. So how about if we do some some more focused tapping on it and see what comes up? Is that okay? Okay. Yeah, without having to force anything, just allowing, you know, allowing the words or the emotions to come, come through. It's totally fine. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right now do you feel some disconnection or do you feel kind of confused? What is what is present? Well, I'm confused. Confused. Good. Confusion is a really good place to be because when you're confused it means that there's some there's you're considering something new. Okay, yeah. so so that's totally, totally great. So let's do karate chop point. Even though I'm feeling confused. Even though I'm feeling confused. And a little disconnected. A little disconnected. There's a part of me that is wondering how is this going to fit in. There's a part of me that's wondering how is this going to fit in. Or what the gains are of me staying in this place. Or what the gains are from me staying in this place. Take a breath and blow it out. I would like to profoundly and deeply honor all of my feelings. I would like to profoundly and deeply honor all of my feelings. Including the state of confusion. Including the state of confusion. Even though I'm feeling confused 
and a little a little distant from my feelings right now. You can notice that I'm confused and a little distant from my feelings right now. Take a breath and blow it out. I honor who I am. I honor who I am. And everything that I've done to get to this place. And everything I've done to get to this place. Because I have maybe, a... Maybe that's it. Maybe it feels like if I say that, then it validates everything I've done to get to this place. Hmm. Say more. I don't, I don't know. I like to think if I say that, then... If you say that... that I'm, I'm an idiot for fighting or something? Like that... It's like I was punching at shadows? Like... You're punching what, Erin? I couldn't hear that word, sorry. Uh, kind of like you're punching at shadows. Oh, I see. Because the, the part that you're not that you're not letting them off the hook, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like that all this hard work and energy was ill-spent or something that, or didn't need to be spent or... Okay. I don't know. Take a deep breath. I feel like you're you're in a little maze here, trying to make something and understand something that is not quite clear. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's totally okay. So there's two. There's there's definitely a reality. There's a part of you that has created a really good life with your husband. Right. Yeah. And there's a part of you that is having a hard time fully being yourself. Yes. And those two parts are present. One doesn't deny the other. Right? Yeah. So we could just, you know, tap and breathe on that. I honor everything that I have created. I honor everything that I've created. And I also honor the fear that I have I also honor the fear that I have. About being fully myself. About being fully myself. Expressing my truth. Expressing my truth. And being fully happy. And being fully happy. There's a part of me that doesn't want to let people off the hook. There's a part of me that doesn't want to let people off, these people off the hook. Yeah. I honor all the suffering that I went through. I honor all the suffering that I went through. It's part of who I am. It's part of who I am. It's part of my identity. It's part of my identity. I suffered and I survived. I suffered and I survived. And I learned a ton about myself. And I learned a ton about myself. But there's a part of me that is still in pain. There's a part of me that's still in pain. And doesn't want to forgive. And doesn't want to forgive. Is that is that okay to say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. That's totally, totally okay. Now, is how is the part of you that is still feeling so that it's so important? To be resilient, because 
is, is it possible to be resilient but at the same time be happy? Is that is that compatible? Um, I would I think so. I would like it to be. I don't always know how to do that. Yeah. I do feel like maybe it's because now I don't know my life stage that I am trying to find out how to relax more and how to enjoy things more. Yeah. And is it happening? How is how is it working? Yeah, in some areas, yeah. I'm trying to let okay. go and realize it's okay. I don't have to do things. I don't have to yeah. make it all okay, or I don't have to go crazy. Um, yeah. have to be a certain way. Good. So there's there's certain things that you're actually becoming more more fluid, more flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does these does these relate? Because I I just noticed how does this relate to the walls that you build around Rachel's age? Uh, I feel like I'm only just starting to try and the way it's working is trying to kind of identify what I feel or think isn't always what her intention is, mm-hmm. so that I can like. I just kind of try and take that out of the, or even if she is doing whatever she's doing, just let her do it. Let her be it. I don't have to change it. I don't have to judge it. Yeah, and yet there's this, there's a, is there a wall that you build around yourself? But it's to it's, it is, Yes, um, but I'm trying to be, I don't know, like just the other day was with her and just trying to be okay with her being sassy, you know, or or, or, or not, not sassy, but um, not always considerate. Right. Right. And just be like, you know, okay, like I don't have to get angry about it. And yet there's there's a part of you that feels like you need to protect yourself. There's, yeah, there's definitely that still. Yeah. Um, but I think that's starting... I, there's a little shift and change in that by thinking that other way. Right. Now, this is the important part. So you're trying to think different ways so it could help you you know, address your emotions and it's like, okay, I can relax and everything and that's fabulous. It doesn't doesn't seem that don't have to be exactly a certain way and that's great. How how does it come together? What would it be like if you can actually experience your emotions and be okay with them and it doesn't have to be one way or the other? So what what am I what I'm trying to say is this there was a point in time where you built walls you know, probably when you were a young child because it was not okay to feel. So you could feel you could feel your feelings, but it was not safe to express them because of the consequences. Like, what I'm trying to get at is that there's a part of you that has to hold back, like what is with Rachel, because 
she can take advantage of you. Like she could, um, in a way, do something similar to what her mom would do. She could hurt you. She could actually, um, you know, reject you later. And that would really have an intense impact on you. So you, you have this wall that doesn't, it's not allowing you to really connect with her because you're in a place of almost like defense. You have to, like, protect yourself. Not necessarily defense, but you have to protect yourself. And there's a, it's almost, um, I don't know why, do, do you, are you following me where we're going yeah. with this? Yeah, no, I'm listening. And, and I'm curious if it's, like, with her, there's a part of you that feels like a, almost like a vulnerable yeah. animal. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So you don't feel like the... Um, the out of control. Right. Or the empowered adult that can handle, you know, whatever tantrum she might have or whatever sassiness comes up, you know, part of her being a, a, a young 10-year-old, right, That that is used to getting away with stuff. And yet, in a way, it's just really touching you in a tender place because you really want... You want that connection with her. This is a very important connection for you. Yeah. Right? So that's a, I think that the, the conflict is that this is a very tender spot for you. This is like, it sounds to me like Rachel is a daughter you've never had. To, to you, she's your daughter. She, well, in a way, yeah. Like I feel like she's the only daughter I'm going to have. I think of it that way. Like I didn't get a chance to have kids, so... She's the closest thing that I will have just because, I mean, the other two are less dependent on me in that way. Right. So, I, I mean, they still feel like my kids and like a, but not like the same. Yeah. And yet it's like she holds, she holds quite a bit of power in, in the sense that she can either be very, open or affectionate, but then she can be sassy or she can want something, and it, it touches that place in you that needs to be loved and needs to be um, honored and seen, and and, you, and it wasn't, because growing up it wasn't, and there's a part of you that is pretty vulnerable. Yeah. That's interesting, that last time what we were talking about is the wall that was born when you were Rachel's age. Do you remember about that? Yeah. yeah the wall that, that I had at my age? Yeah. So how is, how is the sense of the wall that you, need, that you need to have in order to feel protected? I think that's what's hard is that she doesn't have that wall. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can't relate. Um, yeah. Or I go angry that she doesn't have a wall, like, which is awful. Because why would I want her to have a wall? Yeah. And what happened? What's going on with your wall? And why is it that you developed that wall? Uh, my wall developed because wasn't safe physically in my house. It wasn't safe emotionally. Mm. And I needed... And I couldn't... Yeah, I couldn't... I couldn't speak and talk. Yes, exactly. 
And is it is it okay to have that wall, or would it be better to know that at times, at times, if you need to, you can actually protect yourself, but you don't need to actually have a wall all the time. Is that possible? I think it is possible. I don't know that I'm there yet, but I think it's. I think it's possible. I would like. That's where I'd like to. Obviously, the baby. But. I think it's possible. At least that it doesn't have to be a constant, right? Right. No. I want to be less and less. Less breaks. Like, take it down. Yeah. And more than a wall, what if you could actually just feel empowered, right? So if you if you were to, like, close, close your eyes... Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I've been tapping all this time. I hope you've been tapping with me. Yeah. Have you? Okay. Yeah. Good. And can you see, can you visualize that wall around you? Mm-hmm. And how how thick would you say it is? What is it made of? Cement. Uh, it, it's what? I'm sorry? Cement. Uh, Man, okay. And how thick would you say it is? It's thick. <laughs> I don't know, like 12 inches thick, maybe. Okay. But it's pretty thick. Yeah. And as you look around, is it is it round? Does it, sound, does it feel like a fortress? Does it feel like a whole house? Or it feels like, you know, this enclosed space? How big is it? Probably like round, like, um, yeah, round. Yeah. And tall. And tall, yeah. Is, does it feel in any way constricting? It does feels it feel very safe? hard. It feels hard. Um, protective, but like solid. Yeah. And does it make you feel... Uh, safe or isolated right now? I both. Both. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How old would you say you are inside these walls? I'm right around 10. Yeah. I think that this is a connection, but okay. So let's tap together in the gratitude point. Okay. I'm I'm safe inside this wall. I'm safe inside this wall. It's a very known place. It's a very known place. And even though sometimes I feel lonely. And even though sometimes I feel lousy. It protects me. It protects me. It's safe inside this wall. It's safe inside the wall. Take a deep breath. I honor my fear and this wall. I honor my fear and this wall. Even though I am inside this wall. Even though I'm inside this wall. And I'm only 10 years old. And I'm only 10 years old. I have created this wall to keep me safe. I have created this wall to keep me safe. 
And it's doing a really good job. It's doing a really good job. Take a good breath. There's a part of me. There's a part of me. I would love to feel free. I would love to feel free. Free and happy. Free and happy. Tapping through the points. I'm inside this wall. What's it again? I'm inside this wall. Oh, I'm inside this wall. And it's very safe. It's very safe. It's small and tall. Small and tall. And it feels very safe in here. It feels very safe in here. I don't let anybody in. I don't let anybody in. Sorry, I don't have to answer that at all. And I just want to be safe. I just want to be safe. Even if at times I may feel lonely. Even if at times I may feel lonely. It's safe in here. It's safe in here. And I'm willing to pay the price. And I'm willing to pay the price. Of feeling sad or lonely. Feeling sad or lonely. Feeling vulnerable is way too risky. Feeling vulnerable is way too risky. And putting this wall down is not an option. Pulling the walls down is not an option. Because it's not safe out there. It's not safe out there. And I would I could get really hurt. And I could get really hurt. So I just stay inside this wall. So I just stay inside this wall. It's hard and tall. It's hard and tall. And it makes me feel really safe. It makes me feel really safe. It's so thick, it really protects me. It's so thick, it really protects me. And I just feel safe in here. I just feel safe in here. It's okay, even if sometimes I feel sad. It's okay, even sometimes if I feel sad. Because I'm lonely inside this wall. Because I'm lonely inside this wall. But it's the pay that I pay for feeling safe. Take a deep breath. And I want you to check in with that 10-year-old that is inside that wall. And notice how she feels. Oh, no. Okay, you're not kind of in connection with her? Yeah. So, it's, how do you feel about this wall now? Uh, I feel like it's just very scary to think of it not being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also don't wanted to be in the way anymore. Yeah. You know, again, just that kind of stuck feeling that, that Right, but we cannot... I, I totally understand. So there's a part of you 
that it feels that it's, it's very scary for the wall not to be there, but you also don't want it to be interfering all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so tapping through the points. I honor this wall. I honor this wall. It has protected me most of my life. It has protected me most of my life. It has allowed me to survive and be resilient. It has allowed me to survive and be resilient. And I really honor it. And I really honor it. I feel very grateful to it. I feel very grateful to it. I don't I don't want it to disappear. I don't want it to what was that? Disappear. Oh disappear. Yeah. I really value these walls. I really value this wall. Is there anything else that you would like to say about it? Um, it's definitely protecting me. And probably the only place I feel safe in other than now with my husband. Yeah. And can you actually bring it down with your husband? Do you, have you build a, a door that he can come in? Oh, yeah, he can come in. Yeah. And is it that the wall disappears or is it that he comes within the wall? Um, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I guess he, he, comes, he probably comes within the wall right yeah. now. He's all pretty strong. Yeah. So I wanted to to see that the wall is there, and when you choose to, you can actually let somebody in, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not isolating you completely from the world. Just the, the people that are worthy would be allowed in. Is that okay? Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah. The goal is not to completely tore, you know, tore these walls down. It's understanding it and honoring it and knowing, as you keep on tapping to the point, mm-hmm. that you are the one that holds the key to that massive door, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, my husband is the only one that is allowed in. Is that true? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes trust people, but not not enough to to let them in. Yeah. Yeah. Take a deep breath, Erin, and tell me, how does it feel to know that given your history, it makes a lot of sense that you don't want to let Rachel in. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. But just for a moment, I want you to see, just allow your mind to see that your 10-year-old is within these walls. Let me know if you can see her. Yeah, I can see her. Yeah. And notice that then there's Rachel it's probably outside the wall, isn't she? Yeah. And you're 
your 10-year-old and Rachel being 10-year-old, it's like your 10-year-old doesn't understand how Rachel functions or how she works. Right. But she, has, she doesn't seem to have a wall. Yeah, it makes me not trust her. Why doesn't she have a wall? Exactly. That's it. But your ten-year-old is saying, but, but how is, if, if she doesn't have a wall, then there's something that I should, she's not trustworthy. It's scary. It's, it's odd. I keep, as you tap to the points, I totally understand how my 10-year-old does not trust Rachel. I understand how my 10-year-old doesn't trust Rachel. It's almost like she's a child from a different planet. She is a child from a different planet. She doesn't, she has no idea what my 10-year-old went through. There's no idea what my 10-year-old went through, and I think it makes me feel I can't trust her because she doesn't know that she needs a wall. Mm. And she's too much out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, how is Rachel a threat by not having a wall? Well, then anything could happen to her. Mm. But she doesn't seem to care. And is this, this is my my guess is that this is actually through the eyes of your 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right? Like anything could happen to her. And yeah. she's unprotected. Now, tell me, are there people around Rachel that are her, protect, the people that protect her? Yeah, my, her dad. Right. Her mom. Yeah. And did your ten-year-old have that? And even you, right? Because you're one of one of Rachel's protector. Yes, me too. Mine, no, you, mine, didn't, mine didn't have that. You didn't have that. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not so right. And it probably feels really weird that Rachel trusts her dad, her mom, and you to really be there to protect her and support her when she needs it. So there's a there's a free spirit to her that feels really threatening in a way. Yeah. And I wonder if that is one of the pieces that it makes it even more important for you to have a thicker wall because you're now protecting your 10-year-old and in a way, Rachel, as well. Yeah. There's also, I'm guessing, the sadness that you didn't have protectors at that age at all. Yeah, no. You didn't have any idea what it was like to feel like a child that that has an adult looking out for her. Yeah, no, I didn't have that. Yeah. That means that she she's out she's out there in the world with her needs and her wants, her emotions and her freedom and her lack of care 
and that seems to it seems like to your ten year old is like too much. It's not safe to be around her. She's she's kind of literally from a different planet in a way, isn't she? Coming from your experience as a ten year old. Yeah. She's definitely hard to identify with. Right. It's like it makes no sense. Now, the last thing that I want to ask you is, is it possible that because Rachel doesn't have walls, she also doesn't have many filters, and she actually said <laughs> what? What? Simon's laughing because that's true. Right. The red wall. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Hmm. That because Rachel just feels so free to ask and to do and to be who she is, she hasn't built filters to, you know, to recognize what is okay, what is not okay to say, how to say things, because she's just being a child. Yeah. And my guess is that to your adult self, to your, you know, psychology, adult, rational self, it makes sense because she has been, she has grown in a safe environment. And it's appropriate for a 10-year-old to just be free to ask and be who she is. Yeah. But to your 10-year-old that is so needing for, to, for protection because she feels very vulnerable, the fact that somebody could be so blunt and so out there, it's very challenging. Yeah, or, and it's interpreted as... Um attitude or or uh, attitude but yeah no i know what you mean yeah it's, in, it's interpreted yeah my my guess is that your 10 year old given everything that happened emotionally and i want to i just want to drop this little bomb on you or let's call it a golden nugget instead of a bomb i like that better is it possible that much younger than 10, there were so many things that happened in your life that you couldn't fully develop uh, the, you know, the strength and, uh, and e- the ego strength to feel completely solid and love for being who you are? And therefore, the only way to protect yourself was to have these walls. But within, your, within those walls, you're very, very vulnerable. Yeah. A lot more vulnerable in a way than Rachel is because Rachel feels very strong in she her is, ten yeah. Within her ten year old self, she's so empowered that she she doesn't feel like she needs to protect herself. She's out there. Yeah. Exactly. So do you see that to your ten year old? She is too much. Yeah. She has no ego strength. Exactly. Yes. So the one thing I'm going to ask you to do and what I invite you to do is are you willing to actually protect that 10-year-old that is probably emotionally maybe close to five, maybe younger even? Mm -hmm. Emotionally, how old do you think that that 10-year-old is? The level of strength and the level of, you know, um, 
how can you call it the the level of yeah I like uh, two. I'm sorry I like two or three yeah yeah. Yeah. Would you be willing, how do you feel about going within those walls as an adult that you are and calling that two or three-year-old? Would it be okay for you to do that? Yeah, I think so. Uh, who who do you, probably your, it would be wonderful to bring your husband as well yeah. And allow her to feel to feel that she is protected, that she has enough protection that she can grow and develop. You know, it's not about survival anymore. What what would happen if these two, three year old inside that ten year old little girl could actually just play and feel protected by you and your husband and just feel like, you know, like you and him become her wall, and she can really stop putting energy into, you know, to keep a close hold on that wall and be able to be herself. Yeah. Do you think that that may be possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How does that seem? How does that feel? The idea of you know, having you and your husband be there for her so she feels the strength and the protection that you both can give her so she can just play around more freely like like Rachel did and continues to do. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think we can try. Okay. Does he sound a little bit too weird, Aaron? No. Oh, no, no, not at all. Okay. Okay. So through these maids, I think that we got into a good into a good place and a good realization about what is going on with Rachel. Oh, right. yeah. How are you feeling right now? Good. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you still confused, or is there a little bit more clarity in what is what the dynamic is, that is going I on? I think it's more just. I feel like I just need time to sit with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm a couple of I think I need to just like let it yeah. like do over the week and see what comes up. And yeah, you know, I'll definitely be thinking about it. Yeah, of course, no problem. And how do you feel in your body? Are you feeling more tired, less tired? Um, a little less tired. Okay. Good. Feel free to, you know, you have my email, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think part of it is I, I don't mind letting the feelings come and things pop up. Like, I don't feel, I feel like it's part of the process. Yeah. So it doesn't worry me. Like, I kind of want it to see what, what it's going to work itself out. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how does it feel? The, the, remember that we had a, a, a bit of a, for you, it was a challenging first session. Is this, is this working out at a, diff, at a better pl- pace? Are you okay with it? Yeah. No, I think this is good so far. Yeah. Good. Okay. 
And yeah, you I, I totally honor what you're saying. That is definitely a process and just sit with it and notice. The one piece that I will encourage you to do is just take a couple minutes any time that works for you during the day. But every day spend one or two minutes just seeing that you as an adult and your husband are there with little Erin and she just gets to play. She gets to draw and play. Maybe she invites a, a girlfriend and she wants to play with you, whatever it might be. Just that she starts developing that sense that she can actually feel protected and grow. Okay? Yeah. Good. Okay. Big hug to you. Yes, thank you. You're very, very welcome. And uh, we're seeing each other next week, right? Or the following? No. Uh, the following. <laughs> the following. Yeah, no, no, don't worry. It's the following, okay. the 15. We're seeing each other in two weeks. Okay, that sounds good. Okay. Big hug. And keep me posted. If you want to email me any notes or anything that comes up, let me know, okay? Okay, I will. Thank okay. you. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. Right. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.